The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Let's play football. World Cup! You are listening to your Qatar 2022 World Cup match day preview for match day three here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. It's at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. If you look at the pin suite on that account, it is always the PL from the previous month at LockBetting.com. And this month, you can see the month of October, which was the 113th month in a row of Transparent Track Profit. And we are sailing to month number 114 here in November. A strong, strong month. We've just posted our World Cup futures and it's not too late to get in on many of those, but get in before tomorrow's games. So we are here to look at tomorrow's games. This is going to be the last show where we use a show to cover just four games. So this is going to be the last show that we do just one match day. The shows moving forward will have two match days on them. The reason I haven't started that here is because I really like match day three. Match day three was a match day that I circled at the start of the tournament. So I'm going to give it an entire pod to break down these games. And then from tomorrow, we will be releasing podcasts where we cover two match days at a time. So it'll be match day four and match day five. One of the games that will be excluded from the match day four, match day five podcast is the Portugal game, because we are going to talk about the Portugal game alongside our reaction to the Ronaldo interview with Piers Morgan, because we'll also be talking about what Portugal's chances are of winning the World Cup. Will that be a distraction? The Ronaldo interview, we've seen the reaction of some of the players. A lot's been made of that. Ronaldo's coming to the press and cleared it up. That will all be on the next episode of Bet MUFC, which will be released today. So as you're listening to this, you can also get the latest episode of Bet MUFC, looking at the Ronaldo interview, looking at how it will affect Portugal, looking at when he'll leave Manchester United and looking at that first Portugal game. That will all be on Bet MUFC. So the episode covering match day four and match day five will be released tomorrow and we'll be covering seven games on it. The Portugal game will be on Bet MEFC, and this episode that we're just about to deep delve into will be covering the four games from Match Day Three, which begin tomorrow at 10 a.m. UK time, but 5 a.m. on the East Coast and 2 a.m. 
in the West Coast. So if you're in the West Coast, I don't know what you do. Do you go to bed super early and just miss the first game? Do you stay up late, watch the first game and then go to bed and then wake up for the third or fourth game? It must be really difficult to to watch this in the US without absolutely fucking up your body clock. But obviously, unlike me, a lot of you guys are not going to be watching every single game. Some of it is just going to be a case where you just place the bets and then hopefully wake up and cash. That's what we're looking to do here for you. And as I said, the the slate tomorrow begins at 10 a.m. UK time, 5 a.m. on the uh, East Coast. And it starts with Argentina, who are one of the favourites to win the World Cup. They start their campaign against Saudi Arabia, where the RGs are the 1-6 to six minus 600 favourites. That's actually shortened from 1-4 to four minus 400. In some places, that's as short as uh, minus 1-8 to eight minus 800. It's 15-2 to two on the draw. And the Saudis are a massive 22 to 1 on the money line to get what would obviously be the biggest upset win of the tournament. I personally can't see past a very, very strong and impressive start here for the Argies. Something to rival what England did today, smashing Iran 6 2. Um, just to recap on that a little bit. That game was really, really opened up by the goalkeeper change. I do believe that England would have gone on and won it anyway. I believe that Iran was sitting too deep and uh, England would have made the breakthrough. But we wanted that breakthrough a little bit later on in the game in order to cash plays like England and under 4.5 goals, etc. Plays that I was high on. But the goal just came too early. The goalkeeper being injured was was something that changed the game. The goalkeeper that replaced him was well out of position for that corner, allowing Jude Bellingham to score. And as soon as England scored in the first half, any play on the unders or anything like that was absolutely dead because you are relying on this Iran team to sit in with a low block and to contain England until half time. You were looking for England to score the first goal somewhere between the 55 and 65th minute. And uh, that wasn't the case. England scored way too early, which meant Iran had to abandon their game plan too early, which led to the result that ended up happening, which was 6-2 to England. But England looked very, very impressive to put Iran under that kind of pressure, to to penetrate them that many times when they're playing the low block anyway. Because and I'm not talking about when, when, when the first goal was scored. I'm talking before that. It looked like the goal was coming anyway. And uh, it was a good performance by England, who looked a lot stronger than I expected. The heat wasn't as bad as we thought either at that kickoff time. So it'll be interesting to see what Argentina and Saudi Arabia have to come with this early kickoff, the earliest kickoff that we're going to see here in this tournament. But England, very, very impressive. That's my thoughts on that. Uh, My other thought is that Iran probably aren't as bad as they looked in that game. And I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that both Wales and the US will go on to beat them. Although I do think Wales now are in pole position off the back of that draw because they get to play an England team who are probably going to go into that Wales game with two wins. Something I did predict at the start of the competition and the draw between USA and Wales, which I did give out to my clients, did end up materialising. So Wales now are in pole position and the USA might need to get something against England. But that's going under the assumption that everybody just beats Iran. As I said, I don't believe that is going to be the case. And when we get around to covering that, we will talk more about that. But let's move on to what we're here to do, which is to cover match day three. And uh, as I said, starting out with this game against Argentina and the 
Saudis. We've already done the odds. Obviously, Argentina are unbackable at that price. So let's have a look at a bet that we can take. And uh, I've landed on Argentina to win this game to nil. So Argentina with a clean sheet. The best price available for this is four to five minus 125. More widely available at seven to ten. So if you can't find that four to five price that I've found, um, shop around and try and at least get a seven to ten. From what I'm seeing, the seven to ten is widely available. Another way you could play this would be to take Argentina and under four and a half goals. But there's a lot more juice there with that selection that is available around about four to seven. So very close to the minus 200 mark. So I would stick to taking Argentina to nil here, which, as I said, is available around seven to ten. Argentina have been very, very defensively solid as of late. They come into this game with an undefeated streak of 36 games. And if they avoid a defeat here against the Saudis, which they will, given the fact that they are the minus 800 favourites just to win this game, um, then they will level the world record of Italy in this game, which means when they play Mexico, they can break it. So I've absolutely no doubts that they'll put themselves in a position to break it. I've absolutely no doubt that Argentina will win this game and will win it convincingly as well. Argentina have won their last four games without conceding a goal, and they face a Saudi Arabia side who have drawn a blank in their last three matches against South American opponents in 2022. So they obviously picked those South American opponents to prepare for the World Cup. That probably hasn't done their confidence any good because they didn't score in any of those games. And Argentina are the best defensive side in South America, proven by their recent record. And I think they come in here and win convincingly. I think we're looking at a 3-4-0 or scoreline here as Argentina make a statement and state their claim to win this World Cup with obviously Messi getting himself on the scoreline here early doors. I mean, there are some rumours actually that he may be injured or he may be rested for this game. I don't think he will. I don't think you rest him here for this opener. I think they'll do everything that they can to make sure he plays. He's been wrapped up in cotton wool anyway. At times, he's been training separately from the other players and I think he'll be involved in a convincing win here. Argentina have won their last five games by at least three goals, including a comfortable win over the European champions Italy and um, they start here against this Saudi Arabia side who lost 5-0 against Russia in their opener four years ago. Um, I'm not expecting it to be as big as that but I am expecting Argentina to win very very comfortably here. Consider Argentina on the Asian handicap line at around about minus one and a half minus minus two even as some sort of parlay piece to take along with a selection on France later on in the day. So Argentina to win to nil is my main lean, but plenty of ways to play this game as Argentina look to get off to a strong start against the Saudis tomorrow morning. Up next, we jump across to the second game of the day. This one sees Denmark taking on Tunisia. Denmark are the four to six Minus 150 favourites on the money line to pick up the win. It's 11 to 4 here on the draw, and it's 21 to 4 here on Tunisia. I think this is going to be one of those games that has a definitive pattern of play. In fact, a lot of these games in the group stage are going to have the same pattern of play. I expected it today, I expected it today from Iran, where they sit in with a low block and make it frustrating for England, but England were able to pick Iran apart. I think the Saudis will have the same success. 
I'm not so sure that Denmark are going to be that convincing though against Tunisia. Tunisia will recognise that Denmark are the better team. These are the semi-finalists from Euro 2020. But ultimately, I don't think that Denmark have the quality here to run up a convincing scoreline. I see this being a 1-0 type of game where Denmark eventually get the breakthrough due to their pressure. Tunisia will have chances on the break. They will have chances from set pieces. So this certainly isn't a lock here on Denmark. But ultimately, I do like them to get it done. My selection for this game is going to be to take Denmark to win and to tack on the under four and a half goals as I definitely don't see it being a high scoring game. I think Denmark will manage to get the breakthrough and if the game opens up, if Denmark score early enough, they may be able to get a second en route to a 2-0 win. That would be my scoreline prediction. You can get that at 6-1 to plus 600. Denmark have scored at least two goals in six of their last eight games and have beaten world champions France during that run. They face a Tunisia side who have won just two of their 15 World Cup fixtures and have conceded twice or more in five of their last seven. So there is some data there to support Denmark getting themselves a couple of goals and being able to get over the line comfortably. I don't think it's going to be that comfortable. I think it's going to be hot again. I think Tunisia will have the advantage as far as climate goes. I believe that they'll be able to sit in and frustrate frustrate Denmark for a while, but ultimately Denmark will get the breakthrough. Whether that happens late in the first half, whether it happens early in the second half, midway through the second half, or even in the last 10 minutes, that will have an impact on if the game opens up at all. And um, if Denmark score in the first half or early in the second half, then this game could open up and it could allow Denmark to maybe score another two goals. But I don't think this gets anywhere near over four and a half goals. So adding that to Denmark on the money line does give you a lot more value here for this selection rather than taking that full six minus 150 on Denmark simply on the money line here in this one. Up next, we move to a game which is very, very important. It's very much like the game between USA and Wales or what the perception of USA and Wales was with Mexico taking on Poland. It's very much believed that the winner of this game could take second place behind Argentina in the group. So already we're seeing a six-pointer here. So for that reason, I do see this one being the game of the day, or at least the most important game of the day in some ways. Obviously, there'll be a lot more focus on how France start their defence of the title, or how Argentina look in the morning. But ultimately, both of these two teams will qualify. One of these two teams is going to go out if Argentina win the group, as we will expect them to do. Mexico are the 6-4 to favourites to win the game. It's 21-10 to on the draw. And it's two to one here on Poland. Before I break this game down, let me take a quick second out to tell you guys about WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpockets.com slash WinBet. 
so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms, conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also tell you guys about the Thanksgiving free roll. If you like Super Bowl squares, you're going to love what we have for the DGENs on Thanksgiving. Our friends over at Play Action Pools have set us up with a football bingo contest for Thursday's slate. It's simple to join and free to play in the SGPN app. Once you enter, you'll see your unique bingo card on your screen. Whenever a touchdown is scored on Thursday, check your card to see if you have that player. If you do, just check the box. And if you get bingo, you'll win $100 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card as well. So make sure you check that out by heading over to the SGPN app. So getting back to Poland and Mexico, we already established that this could potentially be a game that decides who goes through as runner-up in the group. That's the opinion going into it, or at least my opinion going into it, making it somewhat of a six-pointer. Mexico, the narrow favourites to get the win here, but I certainly think that Poland have a chance of coming away with the win. Poland are the team in better form. Poland are the team with the better attack. Mexico slightly better defensively. But ultimately, I think both of these teams will be trying to beat each other. I don't think it's going to be that cagey type affair that I was expecting from USA and Wales, particularly today when we saw Wales sitting in trying to win the game on the counter with USA dominating the possession. I don't think we'll see a overly dominant team here. I think we'll see some back and forth action. And I think this could be a rare game for the first set of games where I'm taking both teams to score because I certainly can't see a clean sheet for either one of these teams. And we are getting plus money on this selection at 11 to 10. Poland have conceded in all but one of their last six games. And Mexico have scored in five of the last six outings. But they've struggled at the back when they faced better quality opposition. So despite the fact their defensive record looks okay, when they face uh, stronger opposition, Mexico do tend to uh, concede and they do face a strong attack here featuring Robert Lewandowski, obviously one of the strongest strikers in world football. He has scored 13 goals for Poland since the start of 2021 and has been enjoying a phenomenal start to the season for Barcelona. And uh, he's also got more rest here coming into the tournament. So he's definitely going to be fresh. He's definitely going to be a threat. And um, he's definitely going to be someone who gets some goals in the group stage. I think he'll manage to get on the score sheet tomorrow. But I also think Mexico will score. And I think getting plus money on both teams to score here at 11 to 10 is a really, really good price. And we're going to take it here for this one for the game between Mexico and Poland. Moving on to our final game and France begin their defence of the world title and uh, they get to play the easiest team in their group to start things off. Well, the perceived easiest team in their group. Everything is perception at the moment until we see these teams play. 
But for me, Australia are significantly the weakest team in this group. And um, despite the fact that France come in with a ton of injuries, I am expecting a strong statement from the French tomorrow. They are the one to four favourites on the money line to win the game. It's five to one on the draw and it's 12 to one here on Australia. Australia just don't carry the attacking threat to, to threaten France. Australia don't get to play against top-tier opposition either. They had a very, very easy route to this World Cup, and this is going to be a massive step up in competition. France started the last World Cup with a win against Denmark. They won their 2018 opener against Denmark. So they know how to come in prepared for these tournaments. They also won their opener at Euro 2020. That was not a good competition for them, but they do have good success in openers. France have also kept a clean sheet in four of their last five victories. So that will add weight to the play that I'm going for here, which is going to be France to win to nil. That is currently available even money plus 100. I also like France and under four and a half goals because I don't think this will get to five, even though I do like France to win this convincingly and starting out with a two, three or maybe a four nil victory because I'm just not a fan of Australia. France scored twice against Australia when these two teams faced each other four years ago. Australia have lost to nil twice this year, including a 2-0 defeat against Japan. So that in itself is worrying here. As I said, I'm not expecting too much here from Australia in this competition. France come in with a good run of clean sheets with four of France's last five wins being accompanied by a clean sheet. Australia have lost five of the last six World Cup games. And uh, Kylian Mbappe, he could be the informed player who really, really makes Australia's life hell tomorrow. Kylian Mbappe has scored 19 goals in 20 appearances for PSG this season. Karim Benzema isn't going to be playing in this World Cup, so it opens it up for Kylian Mbappe to be the star man. That's the role that Kylian Mbappe likes to be in. That's the role that Kylian Mbappe wants to shine in. He wants to be a future Ballon d'Or winner. He hasn't been able to get it done yet. He's not likely to get it done playing in the Farmers League unless he leads them to a Champions League trophy. So he needs a big performance here. He needs to shine at another World Cup in order for his star to rise again. And I think Kylian Mbappe is going to have a good World Cup and I think it starts with um, doing some damage to this weak Australian team as France cruise to a comfortable victory to start their World Cup defence here in this one. So that concludes your Match Day 3 preview. Let me remind you that BetMUFC is currently available and that's where I'll be covering the Portugal game. And then tomorrow we'll be releasing a podcast looking at Match Day 4 and 5. Seven games on that show. So make sure you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast so you never miss a show. Until then, that's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.